Hey everyone and welcome to another edition of the Jim and the King NFL podcast. I'm Jim, sitting to my left is Denver Dave and we're here to talk about the NFL. Hello. What, what up Dave? Hello. Jump in the gun. Went too soon again. You did well, premature. Yeah. How's it going man? I'm alright. Excellent. Yeah, week 14 is done and this is actually a proper review show on a Tuesday night Dave. This is weird for us. Usually we're it the is, last word of a, of a review. It is Tuesday, yeah. Well, so, this yeah. was the only night that everyone else couldn't do, so we decided to do it. <laughs> it was, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I had King Punk begging me to do Wednesday or Thursday, but I said no. Yeah. And sorry. Who? <laughs> exactly. Uh, so let's get on with the uh, Week 14 review. But before we do that, Dave, we better have a quick look at the news. Uh, a couple of, uh, yes. couple of things happening. First of all, just like uh, Dick Dastardly or Wiley Coyote before them, those sneaky patriots can't help themselves but filming other people's practice sessions. Oh, again? Spygate 2.0. I didn't realise this was a thing. Oh, it is a thing. They were caught filming the Bengals training session. I mean, if you're going <laughs> to film anyone, why are you filming the Bengals? <laughs> they can't help themselves, you know. I have no issue with this. It's like a guy on Maury who's been accused of cheating 50 times. Just keeps coming back. I, don't, I, I have no issue with this. You <laughs> want to film cheating, my, or? No, you want to film other teams. You film other teams. <laughs> I couldn't care less. So this was part of a, a documentary series of an advanced scout. Um, the it was at the Browns facility. The Browns had authorized it, but no one had told the NFL and no one had told the Bengals that this was happening. Um, so the initial response from the Patriots was that they weren't filming the practice; they were just doing these cutaway shots. Turns out there was over eight minutes of sustained footage of the Bengals' play calling and hand gesture stuff. So. Not how great. I mean, the how ba- much do you think Tom Brady is going to learn from Andy Dalton? <laughs> I think they're scared. I think it shows they're scared. Behave Dave. yourself. <laughs> the thing is, right? I mean, whether you think it was a honest mistake or not, it's what the league are going to do about this because obviously the Patriots have got some form. They have been fined. They've been docked first round draft picks before. I'm um, all in favour of that. Yeah, well. This might happen. Yeah, they should. Oh, I'm I'm down for this now. I didn't give a toss, but now I'm down yeah. for it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not getting the 30th second pick anyway, but um, yeah, this it's just another embarrassing thing in in the history of the the Patriots, isn't it? Mm, again, I'm not overly fussed. If I, you, I can tell you're not overly fussed. The, the main the main thing is if you want to take this. other teams' <laughs> practice, I don't see an issue with it. Just do it. I don't understand if why you not, need to do if it. If you're not cheating, you're not trying. All you've got to do is all you got to do is watch the other game footage. Yeah, it's fine. This, yeah, but it's just a kind it. of stupid thing, you know. Just short sighted from the uh, from the film crew, if nothing yeah. else. Oh, you patriots! Oh, when will you learn? <laughs> um, just wanted to go through some injury news quickly, though, because they're racking up. Yeah. So some of the big names we've got here is uh, Calvin Ridley is out for the season with a lower back injury. Ooh. So shut down there. So Same. they've got rid of uh, Sanu and. Now yeah. they've lost Ridley, so they've got well Julio Jones and good luck. There was a lad who scored a hundred and nine <laughs> yard touchdown or whatever it was at the weekend. So. Yeah, yeah, they'll have to start looking at the uh, the depth chart there. Yeah, uh, Desmond Trufant as well. He's also done with a forearm injury, so that's the uh, Falcons up to date. Yeah, Weston Richburg, the Niners center, he's out with a torn patella tendon. That's done for the season. I've had a torn patella; it really hurts. Yeah, that's what that is. Oh, that bit. Yeah, the bit front of the knee. Like it's front of the knee, basically. Yeah. Okay, uh, it's Laven- a tendon that runs all the way down the front. So yeah. once, once you've done it, you're screwed. You can't front lateral, no mo- no movement whatsoever. It's not one of those ones you can play through. No, it's horrible. No. Uh, Le'Veon Bell was ill for the game against the Dolphins, but uh, he should come back. 
ill. I'm assuming <laughs> I'm assuming the drug testers are in, and he was like, yeah, 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 he's got a headache. He's off. Sorry about this. A very stuffy head cold. Yeah. Uh, yeah, as well, Jamal Adams, he missed his first game in three years uh, last Sunday with an ankle sprain. So, not great for the Jets. but I like uh, Jamal Adams. He's very good, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, Devontae Parker, he went out of the Jets game with a concussion. Mm-hmm. It's questionable for this weekend. But uh, yeah. don't do that. That's no, the I'm one bright spot for the Dolphins. Yeah, I don't think it matters too much. For the Dolphins, <laughs> for, I mean... And who they're playing. There's no... I don't think it matters too much. Keep him healthy, keep him off. Yeah. There's, they're not playing for anything, so there's no point in risking him. First overall pick. Yep. Foster Moreau, he left the game for Oakland after scoring his fifth touchdown of the season with a knee injury. That's him done for the year, which is a bit of a shame because he was doing okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Damian Williams is on IR, apparently. Good. Don't know whether he's going to come back off it again. But uh, no, The Chiefs one. Yes. He's about nine Williams back. at the moment. There's a Damian and a Darrell Williams. Yeah. yeah. There's um, quite a few. This was the one that was supposed to be the number one running back this year after Cream Hunt got uh, sounds a bit moved shady on. to me ooh <laughs> I saw that deep cut and uh, lastly let's go with Chris Carson then he's had an MRI to confirm a torn ACL oh, that is him out for the season I've got him in fantasy <laughs> well I'd get rid of him for you should we do a fantasy update Jim's off the bottom of the table now Woo! <laughs> um, I started 0-3 yes. I'm now 10-4 and 4. So in the last you've, had a, you've had a touch, mate. Yep. In the last 11 games, I've won 10. Is I mean, it something my, to do with you trading for Lamar Jackson? Is ep- I did swap Lamar Jackson for Cooper Cup. Yes. So, I mean, as far as trades go, that's, that's not a bad one. It's Perfection, a beautiful though. trade. Um, and I am one point behind a Chiefs fan. <laughs> right. One game behind a Chiefs fan. He has um, someone who might beat him this week, and I've got you this week. Yes, we are playing each other in so fantasy this week. Yeah. I'm going to pull someone and... Let me have the W. Well, then. apparently, according to those projected points, I'm well oh, below you anyway. Don't even look at those. So this week, <laughs> in my other league, in my other league, right, I was don't playing someone who was 12-1. and one. I scraped in eighth in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I murdered him. Yeah. Like, proper murked him. It was ridiculous. Yeah, Mainly because of Austin Eckler, who got 30-odd points. So, you know. Dave, I can't finish this season on bottom. So you're not I'm going to need to try no, and get you're not the gonna, You're already going to not finish him on bottom. Uh, don't worry about that. It doesn't feel like it. I've been there all year, so... You're like Mo Finally Farah. off the schneid. And like Mo Farah, you start at the back and just work your way forward at the, back <laughs> at the end of the race. I was, I was hoping to get back to 500, but uh, that's <laughs> not going to happen. So, uh, yeah. What's, just your, see what's your record now? Four and... Four and ten. Four and ten. Oh, okay. Yeah. To be fair... Well, I, was, I was 0 and 8. To be fair, <laughs> you should have drafted for this year, mate. Oh, I, not for, I not did, but years. I got rid of Aaron Jones after one week. Thank you very much, Green Bay, for not using him on week one. <laughs> Why would you get rid of Aaron Jones? Because I just felt that the Packers weren't going to use him again, like they didn't do last year properly. And so he only got as, he got like uh, five points on week one, and so I bet I dropped him, and then of course he went off. How's that worked out for you? Well, not well, obviously, Dave. <laughs> you got a quarterback, uh, Ryan Tannehill, right now, is my. Oh, okay, that's a good pickup. Uh, you have to make moves. When you're at the I, bottom. <laughs> I had Tannehill, so you picked him off waivers off me. So yeah. No one you, no one will trade with me, no matter what I go from there. Well, you can't at the moment. Trade Well, gone. it's gone now, but I mean, when I could trade. Yeah, well, we're getting we? so far down this road. No, you were giving so much stick at the beginning of the season. Who's going to trade a damn thing to you? You <laughs> stay in the cesspit that you put yourself in, sunshine. This is the patheticness <laughs> I've had to deal with all year. Um, yes. Well, that's what you get for manufacturing no waiver market. <laughs> oh, See previous that, episodes. I won't make that mistake again. See previous episodes. Right, anyway, uh, that will be rectified for next year when I win it. Uh, so let's go <laughs> we on to have week... a playoff next year as well, please. Yeah, yeah let's we go, go on to week 14 then, Dave. Uh, yes. the actual what a NFL. week. What a week. Great this week. Is, 
this has been the best week of the season. Yeah? Yeah, just for pure enjoyment. Mm. It's, it's just unbelievable. Let's start with a, a sous-son of, uh, of goodness then. It was a Thursday night game. The Dallas Cowboys away to the Chicago Bears. Jesus. 17 um, points in the second quarter. Stunned the Cowboys in Soldier Field. Two touchdowns for Allen Robinson. One for Anthony Miller. And a rushing touchdown for Javisky. Gave the Bears their third win in a row. I don't really remember much of this game. It was last week. 31 to 24, Dave. 31 oh. to 24. Wow. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, the, the Cowboys, we talked about this in the, the preview of week 14, and we yeah. said that if they make Trubisky look great, if the Cowboys make Trubisky look great, okay. then so Garrett the is- should be gone. The issue that I have, and I don't remember a huge amount about the game, so I'm not going to be specific. And so I apologize. I could give you some more stats if you want. I apologize in advance. <laughs> Let me just ask you a couple of questions sure. before you do, do that. So the leader, lead quarterback in terms of yards mm-hmm. is Dak Prescott this season. Yeah. They have an amazing running back. They have a great offensive line. Defense is good. Wide receivers are good. Yep. Why are they so bad? (laughs) Well, I mean, Dak did get two hundred. Sorry, sorry, did three hundred thirty-four yards passing, which is standard for him every single week. But only one touchdown. Yeah. Uh, Two touchdowns for Zeke and a good touchdown catch for Amari Cooper as well. Uh, But it just wasn't enough to recover for the Cowboys. Um. Yeah, I mean, they've been held to nine points against the Patriots, humiliated on Thanksgiving against the Bills at home, and now they made Trubisky look competent. Yeah. But it almost seems as though they're getting outcoached. The number of touchdowns that um, Dak's getting isn't a massive concern for me, because what they'll do is launch it 30, 40 yards to Gallup normally, Yeah. or it'll go to Witt, and they'll move it down, they'll get it, you know, it'll be first and goal, and they'll punch it in. Mm-hmm. So the amount of touchdowns isn't a huge concern if I'm honest. Um, it's just seemingly that they have all of the right parts, but are just constantly being beaten. I don't, I don't get it. They're better than their record suggests. And oh, I, yeah. would, I would dare say, if you put if you put an Andy Reid in charge of that team, it's, you know what I'm saying, it's yeah, it performing yeah. very differently. Yeah. If you put Matt Nagy in that team, or <laughs> Mike McCarthy, of the year. <laughs> yeah. you know, I, if, if I'm... If I'm the uh, CEO at Jerry World at the moment, I'm looking at Mike McCarthy to come in. Why not? Hmm. Yeah, Trubisky ended with three touchdowns, one interception, uh, 63 yards rushing and a touchdown. Uh, a Q- QB rating of 80.4, overall rating 115.5. So... I mean, that, that they're, they're not that's Trubisky, not Trubisky numbers, no. 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 I mean... Jesus. The, the throws he did weren't... They were kind of more Brady-esque. You know, they were kind of two yarders that went for extra. Yeah, rather than so anything that's, else. that's a plus the average point, pass per play. That's wasn't a plus great. point. Yeah. Because you're not forcing a quarterback to do something he can't. So no. that's a good thing. From well, it was, a, it was from enough Bears for them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Play to what you got. Yes. So, yeah, that was Thursday night. I'm not going to say anymore about that game. I think uh, it's just, think, just weird how, how bad the Cowboys are, are not performing. I think I'm getting a flashback. So, last week when we were doing the predictions. <laughs> yeah. I think we both sat there going, why did, Why has everyone gone for the Bears? That's right, we didn't yeah. really understand it. Yeah, now, now we, we know. get it. <laughs> oh, well done, Grant, and well done, King, for that one. Both got it. They both got it, yeah. We should uh, do updates as we go through, actually, whether who got what. I have to try and remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go with one of the most anticipated games of the week, then. That was in Buffalo, yep. where the Baltimore Ravens showed up. Uh, it was a game for the defensive purists here, Dave. Despite featuring the leading MVP contender, who's about to smash Mike Vick's rushing record, and a team's on pace to average 200 yards passing and rushing a game this season. Which no team's done that. No. But, um, but yeah, 
the Baltimore Ravens did end up winning 24 points to 17. Uh, there were passing touchdowns for the Ravens for Nick Boyle, Hayden Hurst and Willie Sneed. Cole Beasley got the touchdown catch for the Bills. Baltimore punted seven times in this game, which yeah. is a commendation of the Bills' defense. <laughs> Try to find a word. They've only punted 24 times coming into this game, so to make them punt seven, seven times... I mean, that's, that's quite impressive. That's Bengal-esque. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, Lamar Jackson ended up with just 145 passing yards uh, to Josh, Josh Allen's 146 passing yards. Yeah. Lamar Jackson got three touchdowns, though, as I just said. One interception, um, did 40 yards rushing. Josh Allen did nine yards rushing and lost a fumble. Yep. And more importantly, Lamar Jackson passed 1,000 rushing yards mark. Yes. He's only the second quarterback to do that. Like I said, he's about to smash Mike Vick's yes. record. He's got less than 40 yards to go yep. to do that. Several weeks, so that should happen. Uh, I think they play Thursday night, so it's going to happen pretty much on Thursday night. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, that was the game. I mean, is what it is. It, like I said, it was pretty good on defense and... Another grind-out win for the, the Ravens? It's, I mean, you could throw cliches at it. It's the sound mm. of a good team. Um, mm. Not playing particularly brilliantly or dynamically, but being able to grind out results. And to be fair, they restricted um, Josh Allen from throwing the ball. They concentrated on not allowing him to throw the ball because he had what looked like a high ankle sprain that prevented mm. him from rushing as much as he normally does. Yeah. So they sort of pulled back the blitz from the second onwards and concentrated on blocking the passing lines, which meant that he had to hand it off to Singletary and they were able to block the box for him to run in. So it it, it was just a smart... I think that's probably why they had to punt a lot. Yeah, I mean, Allen only completed 17 of 39 passes. Yeah. So... Uh, what was his rushing yards? He did nine yards rushing. Nine? Yes. Okay. I mean, that tells you everything right there. <laughs> yeah. Let's go on to another game there. Uh, a tale of two terrible teams. The Cleveland Browns and the Cincinnati Bengals. This was trash. The Bengals actually looked slightly better than the, than the Browns oh, in this game. They looked shite. They both looked bad, Dave. They were, they were trading interceptions in this game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, let's have a look at this then. So the final score was 27-19 to 19 for the home team. Uh, Nick Chubb had the yards, 106, but Kareem Hunt got the rushing touchdown. Joe Mixon had a career high, 146 yards rushing and a touchdown. There's an asterisk next to that, though. It's against the Bengals. <laughs> no, against the Browns. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, same old. There were two interceptions for the Bengals: Nick Vigil and Jesse Bates picking Mayfield. There was a third scrapped off for an interference penalty. Otherwise, that would have been a horrible stat line mm-hmm. for Baker Mayfield. No touchdowns and should have been three interceptions. Yeah, uh, he had one rushing touchdown though. Ended with a rating of 38.9. Andy Dalton had ended with a rushing of uh, sorry a rating of sixty eight point one, no touchdowns but only one interception. Okay. Uh, Denzel Ward with the sixty one yard pick six on that. Yes, that was a great pick six as well. Yeah, um, I think the thing with this game, you know, when you watch, you know, when you're you go for the whole off season without seeing any NFL games, <laughs> and you end up Desperate watching for a game. week one preseason, yeah, and guys you've not heard of. And you think I wish you, I don't e- you know, I don't even know who this guy is, but you're watching it anyway. And just random stuff's happening where there's like the ball's bouncing off three guys' helmet and looping thirty yards in the air and people are catching it and there's stuff happening which shouldn't be happening, it almost becomes ridiculous. That was this game. Because mm. every time it went to that game on Red Zone, you were looking at it going, What the hell is going on? There was pick sixes, there was forced fumbles, a lot. I mean it was yeah. terrible. Yeah. How So, <laughs> I'm trying to think how I phrase this question. So, Lamar Jackson's career is going to be ever aligned to Baker Mayfield's. 
Mm, Basically yeah, okay. because they came into the league at the same, same time. time right? Yeah. One was drafted first in the first round and one was drafted last in the first round. They were both Heisman Trophy um, contenders together. Yes. Um, I think Lamar Jackson won it and Bakefield came second. And essentially, I think they're both in the same conference. They play each other twice a season. Yeah. I think for and they're both potentially going to be at their franchises for quite some time. So they are going to be two guys who are going to be linked together in the same way that we've seen Rivers and Eli mm-hmm. linked together. On that basis, you've got one of the guys who has come in and just say, "I'm happy to be here, keep his mouth shut, and concentrate on getting better." Yeah, he looks very. He looks a different player. Looks a different man. Absolutely. And then you've got another guy who's. With more commercials than you can shake a stick at. 20 different Topless commercials. Topless with a Bengal tiger in front of a Rolls Royce. Now, these are two very different approaches to being a professional it's footballer. It's the pressure on it though, Dave. You know, one was the first overall pick and there okay. are responsibilities there. That there aren't with the 32nd overall pick. Okay, I would argue there's probably more pressure on Lamar Jackson to be successful. No. I would argue there is. <laughs> well, you can because, argue if you want, but... No, because if, if the Browns fail... It's the Browns, you know. They've given him weapons, and they've they are a football team that now has uh, the identity of Baker Mayfield. Whereas the Ravens overnight completely changed the entire way that they played, the entire way they set up, and they've it's said, "This they is on you." Well, they did it last season as well. Yeah, not completely. They still did. They still did. I mean, they were opening passing lanes the size of trucks and playing seven men on the offensive line, including tight ends. That's they changed the way that they played from Flacco I grant you that's you know but there is as much pressure on him to say we are changing our identity for you you need to make this a success because we've seen team teams do it before where that hasn't happened yeah so the amount of pressure there because the franchise is also as more successful much more successful than the Browns as well I think it's not know. difficult to be more successful as a franchise than I the know, Browns I'm not aiming high here but <laughs> yeah, you see what I'm saying though yeah so they're careers are going to be linked together and there's two completely opposite ways of um, sort of going about being a success and it, it kind of is I think it, it illustrates the, what the correct way is by the current results because one of the teams is looking brilliant and the other one came out and threw his medical team under the bus at the moment well so, I was going to say I mean this all stems from the OBJ drama that's going insane. on at the moment I mean this this is a guy that got traded to the Browns this off season lot of lot of chirping from the from the from the Browns saying they're going to be Super Bowl winners and everything, you know. I mean, and have then, you ever seen such a ridiculous hoax? Yeah, it's ridiculous. And now you've got OBJ saying that he's going to have a hernia op to fix an, an injury, and he's looking for a trade out of Cleveland. And as much as he says that he's not involved in that kind of rumor mill, mm. you know, blatantly he is because he's got form for this stuff. Yeah. So, unfortunately, the Browns have reaping what they sow. They completely capitulated to. Uh, Baker Mayfield by putting Freddie Kitchens there as the head coach just because he was the offensive coordinator for them and Baker liked him and he yep. gave him a start and got rid of uh, experienced coaching Greg Williams on, on defence and they're bringing bad people in the in the locker room like OBJ and like Kareem Hunt you know yep. it's, you you build that that franchise oh, it's just like a clown car it's just really ridiculous and so I'll be very quick on this but I'm going to go off on a slight tangent on. One, of, one of my friends when I was younger um, was a very, very 
good sportsman. He was England under under nineteen cricket captain. Okay, and travelled across the world and played in tournaments and all that kind of thing. And I used to see him quite a lot. I used to say to him, you know, who are your friends with? He played in an Ashes game. He came on as a twelfth man in an Ashes game. Okay, so he played at a very very good level. Played in the IPL, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. And I, I used to say to him, who's who do you know in cricket that you know that is a household name? I said most of the players don't. Play, don't they're not friends with each other you have a few but most of you are not really friends yes yeah, the job like, isn't it yeah i'm like well who are you friends with he said medical staff you right. spend as a professional athlete you spend so much time with the medical staff because you've got injuries and you're playing through injuries now this is in cricket yeah this is not a physical sport no they have tea how much time yeah and cake <laughs> how much time do you spend with the medical staff in the nfl Mm. So how much of a bell end must you be to then throw them under the bus? Yeah, I mean these are guys who prolong your career. I mean this. I, I, so I did a little bit of research, and um, Jason Pierre-Paul, after his hand injury, yes, the, one of the medical staff who he was with at the time, he bought them a car because they were doing things that were going to extend his career. So there's obviously that attachment to medical staff, and he's come out and threw them under the bus. I mean, it was a strange. Strange response to a question, wasn't it, about OBJ? It's just like, yeah. and now he's come out saying, "I was just trying to defend OBJ," but defend it's, your team. It's That's not the what first you thing you're supposed to do. It's not always what you do; it's the way you do it. It's yeah. not the fact that you want to defend him. Defend him. That's great. Come out and say he's brilliant. Don't come out and say that he's brilliant because the medical team essentially effed up. The fish rots from the head down, Dave, yeah. and it's the owner. It's always been the owner of Jimmy Haslam. It's just a shit franchise. Until they get rid of that owner, it's always going to be that that stupidness, you know. Yeah. You think that Dorsey would have been able to put some authority I'm going in there, but he, I think he just it. cares about the draft every year and doesn't mind if he gets a high draft pick every time. I've said it. I'm not massively impressed with the choices that he makes. Well, Denzel Ward was pretty good. Brilliant. You're picking well, fourth. Miles Garrett. I was going to say it was good, but no, was, cool. no. You're picking fourth. <laughs> you expect to pick someone half decent. I'm yeah, sorry. That's an yeah. absolute no-brainer. Mm. Kitchens. That negates everything else you've done. Yeah. I'm sorry. It just does. And you sat there and said he's bought in OBJ and traded high for him as well. Yeah. Gave a first-round pick for him. Yeah, a first-round pick, and they gave up um, defensive back. I can't remember who it was. Not it Peppers. Yes, yeah, it's Peppers. Peppers. Um, so got rid of uh, first-round pick for that, and they've bought in players who they shouldn't and they're not sorting out the offensive line no I'm sorry if you're a good GM I mean even Bill O'Brien's have tried to address his offensive line anyway I'm not saying any <laughs> let's more move on. on them let's move on that's enough about the bloody Browns <laughs> and they got a win so they're still mathematically in with the chance of uh, making the playoffs they're not making the playoffs <laughs> I said Behave. mathematically though Behave. no one cares about maths so next up it's the Green Bay Packers at home to the Washington Redskins the damage was all done in the first quarter as Green Bay did their scoring early to hold on against the Skins Aaron Jones 192 scrimmage yards and a touchdown uh, the second yeah, tight end from Indiana State Robert Tonyan with the other one for the Packers who? that's a real man <laughs> making names up I'm not making names up uh, yes Aaron Rodgers ended up with one touchdown zero interceptions uh, a QBR of 43.4 overall rating of 96.6 because he lost a fumble yeah uh, it was the result we expected but mm-hmm. I was again quite encouraged to see that the Redskins could come back a little bit into this game ended up 20-15 to 15. yeah and Terry McLaurin with a beautiful one-handed catch in the end zone lovely I remember that it was great Adrian Peterson with a rushing touchdown obviously Darius Geis I was going to say unfortunately was doing Darius great. Geis has got injured again over 50 yards on four carries and then gets his uh, his injury again which is just heartbreaking to see because 
he struggled so hard to get into the league. Yeah, and, um, I think the good thing is he's because I was a bit hard on him at the beginning of the year because he's done nothing. It turned out he was playing with an injury for a, yeah. quite some time, which wasn't made public. Which <laughs> is what it is. Not to you. Well, no, it just wasn't. <laughs> I mean, he came. He'd come in for a couple of snaps. He was similar to what was happening with Singletary in Buffalo. Yeah, he'd come in, take a couple of snaps, and they go, "No, he's fine. He's fine. He's not fine, obviously, because no, he's, he's taking." No. So, um, it the the problem that I have with the Packers is they're too conservative in terms of um, when they play in the air. Yeah. Um, Rodgers is almost having to wait for the perfect opening in order to... I mean, it's easy not to have an interception when you don't throw the ball that much. Yeah. All of the plays is not particularly dynamic, doesn't tend to go over 30, 40-yard passes. He was under 200 yards passing in this yeah. game. Well, at home. He's been under... Certain, I can't remember what the stat was that I saw. He's been under 250 yards nine times this season or something ridiculous like mm-hmm. that. I mean, it's... It's insane. When Aaron, um, when Jones runs over 40 yards, they're 7-0. and Yeah. That tells you everything. Get the ground game going. Yeah, Jones is just special, isn't it's, he? It's insane. But they, again, they don't use him as much. Which is why I dropped him in week one. <laughs> Smart move. <sighs> the other issue I would have Andy is Packers. with the skins. Now, here we go. I'm not having a dig at the skins. This is not Can a you dig. please give them some credit? I always give them credit. Go on. I, I know you say the they're credit. kind of no, interesting I like watching to the watch. Skins. Good, yeah, I good. do like the skins. The problem is, on average, um, it's t- so what we're seeing is every time a new quarterback comes into the league, quite often they have the problem hearing footsteps, whatever you want to call it, where they get sacked too much, they hold onto the ball too much, they're not recognising plays. Sure. Now, on average, Haskins is taking I think it's 14 pressures a game or something like that now when on that same offensive line and their offensive line is trash and it's missing the best component part Keenum Williams. yep Keenum with the same offensive line is taking six per game mm. that's a massive difference yeah so that's something that he has to sort out well, he he's has learning to, every game he absolutely has to sort it out though because what the one thing I saw last week which made me go and look this up was there's one point he took the snap looked forward couldn't see anything through progressions and covered up and it was about a second and a half before anyone got to him he mm. could have just threw it away and you yeah. said to him, why are you I don't I don't get why you're doing that I mean it's, it's difficult and I've watched a lot of quarterbacks in Denver doing exactly the same thing <laughs> but at the same time you just it, I, he needs to go through his oh just simplify the game plan where you're going you go here you go here or you hand it off that's it yeah there's well, there's not a lot of stability right now in no. in Washington, is there? You know, they're looking with their interim uh, head coach at the moment, so they're still not even close to getting a, a new head coach in there. Nope. Looks like they're going to finish the season without one, um, and then you've got a, a weird general manager going situation yeah. there as well. Dan Snod likes to get involved. Um, at least we know they're going to be picking high, and they should be going offensive line with their their draft picks. So I'm I'm very confident for next season for the Skins that they'll be better. They'll have a better head coach and they'll have a a better offensive line to protect him. But Haskins needs to spend the season, spend the off season with, um, I mean, some kind of quarterback camp or something to run through the things that he needs to learn. Exactly the same thing that Lamar Jackson did in the off season. Yeah, it's having that time though with the first team. Yeah, because they didn't trust him going into the season. They were trying to hold him out, which means that other quarterbacks are getting the reps yep. so it just takes time and so having that whole off season where you know that you're the number one quarterback yep. 
on the depth chart. In OTAs, and they're going to try and protect you more. In OTAs, do you know how many snaps you got with the first team? Probably none. Ten. <laughs> well, that's just as bad as none, basically. It's insane, isn't it? What's the it? point? Yeah, it's completely insane. Yeah, well, that's the, that's the skins for you. Uh, anyway, let's move on. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Minnesota. A consolation touchdown for Kenny Golladay didn't do much to cheer the Detroit fans up after another divisional loss. The Vikings were up 17-0 at halftime with touchdowns for Dalvin... Stop laughing. With touchdowns for Dalvin Cook and BC Johnson, the final score was 20-7. to um, Not going to spend too long on this game, Dave, but uh, high points, I guess, were three sacks for Daniel Hunter, interceptions for Harrison Smith and Andrew Sendejo. She's a good player, that Daniel Hunter. She is good. Uh, I wouldn't call that to her face either. Uh, <laughs> Kirk Cousins... Young, is it youngest player to 50 sacks? I can't remember how many sacks it is now. Mm. Young, youngest ever player to a certain amount of he's, sacks, he's pretty good at internal pressure isn't it what will be interesting is when he I think he's on second season now when he it's gets to is it really yeah. I think it was anyway <laughs> when he gets to that point where he needs a big contract yes there's a good chance he's not going to be in Minnesota so Ooh. there's a good chance he's going to be traded somewhere else okay um and I quite fancy him going to uh, the Chiefs, if I'm honest. Because I think <laughs> they need pass rush help. Um, they can't carry on playing the wages they are on no. the uh, defensive ends that they currently have. So, yeah. Kirk Cousins ended with 242 passing yards, one touchdown, zero interceptions, and a rating of 111.4. David Blau, 205 passing yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. As I said, a rating of 60.9. Um, yeah, other than that, really nothing else to, to say with that game. Nope. It's just this is straightforward what as it an is. NFL game goes. Mm. So we said it was the best week of the NFL. Maybe scoot over that game. No, I think it was... Uh, I mean, it's good watching Davin Cook running around and and the Minnesota defense yeah. covering off a third-string quarterback. <laughs> no, nah, I, I have nothing on this. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> So, let's go to the LA Chargers against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Looks like the Chargers decided not to suck for one week. Aaron Rodgers scoring 38 points on his 38th birthday. And, uh, yeah, touchdowns for Melvin Gordon, Mike Williams, Hunter Henry, and Virgil Green. Two sacks for Joey Bosa all helped LA ease clear of those Jacksonville Jaguars. Are the Jags the worst team in the NFL at the moment? <laughs> Looking at their most recent results. Yeah. Uh, Genuine question. Well... It's yeah. I mean, they're not giving their fans many reasons to stick around in the stadium, are they? Do you see, by the third quarter, it was almost empty. Yeah. In that well, ground. if you were a Jags fan, would you have stayed there? Dave, it's the fifth consecutive loss by at least seventeen points for the Jags. Yeah. So they lost forty-five ten against the Chargers, twenty-eight eleven against the Bucks, forty-two twenty against the Titans, thirty-three thirteen um, against the Colts, twenty-six three. I in mean, London. it's just non-stop. Yeah. I mean, Doug Moron's got to go. He just has to go. <laughs> They've handed out... Dead man walking. ...the worst quarterback contract to a backup, seemingly a backup. In, well, hang on. Well, Foles... What was it? Okay, Foles. Okay, he, they started Minshew, right, okay. fine, but it didn't do much in the game, did he? Okay, and what did Foles do last week? Foles okay. hit it rich when he was in... Um, when he was at the Eagles. It's not his fault, is it? You've got MVP at the Super Bowl. Kind of is his fault. <laughs> he was there. It's yeah. like when Eddie Irvine was driving for Ferrari. He's still Eddie Irvine. You yes. know, it is what it is. Yeah. I j- they've paid eighty-eight million on a four-year deal. Mm. They've got to make it work. It's dead money. It's not dead money. He's it a good is. quarterback. He's not. He's a backup. He's a good quarterback. 
He's not. I'm sorry. Well, we talk about backup quarterbacks. I mean, you made a prediction last week that Tyrod Taylor would get some game time, I and did. he did. Did he? He did. Oh, okay. Yeah, they pulled. Shows how much attention I was paying in that. The game. final score was 45-10, Dave, and I told you that Phil Rivers scored 38 points okay. on his 38th birthday. That wasn't. Hence the reason that Tyrod Taylor came in and scored a touchdown as well. Yeah, three for five, 26 yards. Yes, and a, a rating of 113.3. So, I'm starting next week. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know Phil Rivers got a rating of 154.4. Nah, it's glass over that. <laughs> Austin Eckler gets the MVP for the game, though. 213 scrimmage yards and a touchdown. Yep, and 30 points in my uh, fantasy team as well. Led uh, in rushing and receiving for the game. So, great result for Austin Eckler. Terrible result for the Jags. A good bounce back for the Chargers. Yeah. Just beating up on the team that have given up. I mean, it's you can only beat what's put in front of you, and they played very, very well. Um, every time I saw... Every time I saw the Chargers on a third and whatever it was, it was always Ingram punching it in. Yeah. So, you, as, a, as a running back, you Hang can't really do any more. Ingram? What did I just say? Did I say Ingram? <laughs> I'm thinking Melvin Ingram. No. Yeah, who's the defensive end? Yes, Melvin Gordon. Yes. <laughs> um, it was Gordon punching it in for a first down almost every time. I haven't got the stats. He was doing the dirty yards, yeah. Yeah, he's, he was doing the rough yards. I, I haven't got the stats with me at any point, but I don't think the Chargers punted that many times in this game, yeah. if I'm honest, because yeah. they were just constantly getting third downs. Yeah, very good strange. Performance. Good performance against a bad team. Yep. Let's move on then to two really okay teams. <laughs> <laughs> two proper I've, mediocre teams. I've got to be careful of our fan base here. Uh, so it's the New York Jets against the Miami Dolphins. Uh, oh, Jason team, Sanders. Teams who suck. <laughs> you said that, not me. <laughs> That's at Denver Dave 30. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jason Sanders kicked a franchise record seven field goals, but it was Sam Ficken who got the headlines for his game-winning 44-yarder to give the Jets a much-needed win at home. Yeah. Uh, Bilal Powell, 74 yards with uh, Le'Veon Bell's air quote illness. Yeah. Uh, Robbie Anderson, 116 yards and a touchdown. Demarius Thomas, who you know very well, he got a touchdown as well. Yeah, he got a touchdown that wasn't actually a touchdown. No, it just wasn't a touchdown. <laughs> I'm sorry. They gave it. They even reviewed it, and it still wasn't a touchdown. It yeah. shouldn't have been given. But. Yeah. Uh, but they reviewed it in New York. Yeah. So, uh, Two sacks for Jordan Jenkins. That's a very good point you've made there. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, two sacks for Jordan Jenkins. Always good to see uh, someone performing on the defense for the, the Jets. And let's look at the other side. Sam Darnold, uh, 270 passing yards, two touchdowns, one interception, a rating of 86.6. Not bad for, for Sam. Uh, on the other side, Ryan Fitzpatrick, 245 passing yards, no touchdowns, one interception, 65 rushing yards. He led the team in yep. rushing yards. It's not too much of a surprise. No. So, Kalen Bellage is now injured. So, I think yep. it's it. Frank Laird. I don't know. Private Eye. Making, I don't know what. Making up names. Again. I think I might be on that one. I know it's Laird. I can't remember his first name. Sorry. Um, so, seven, seven field goals. Do you know what the yeah. record, NFL record is? Didn't that tie the record? Nope. NFL record is eight, Ooh. and he missed one. He did miss one, yeah. <laughs> so you're that right. Would have tied the NFL record, yeah, and would have won the game for the yes, Dolphins. Yes, and well. he got 23 points in fantasy. How <laughs> you would have loved to have had him in your team. <laughs> uh, yeah, so good result for the Jets. Obviously, a divisional game with is two it, of them. Is it really? Well, though? it's a win. It is. Is it? And a it's good a result? last. And it's a last second win as well, Dave. There's a pressure. That's great. Got down at the field goal range and got the field goal. Okay, you're a Jets fan. You don't <laughs> you, you don't want Adam Gase there, right? What? No, you know I'm right. Every Not quarterback who leaves Adam Gates looks 
legit brilliant. <laughs> Every single one. Look at what Tannehill's doing at the moment. Yeah, yeah, okay. You don't want him there. He's killing your franchise with some of the stupid decisions that are being made. You, I don't see the He's benefit in them Forrest. winning. No, I don't see the benefit in them winning this game. Get this high pick as you possibly can, bum out and get rid of all the dross, which they're not doing they've been they doing look that for years terrible i mean he's alienated their best player yeah i just that was that was impressive i mean it's weird <laughs> it, i just don't understand it i just i don't understand what's going on with the jets at the moment yeah the jets in the off season they had a new coach a new starting quarterback i know he played the preseason season before but yeah. essentially a new starting quarterback is his first full season they had levy on bell they had a brand new kit Everything was nice and sparkly. The, the, they changed the entire look of the franchise. It was a different green. It looks very different. Right. It's the same old shit. Nothing's <laughs> changed. Nothing. What's that about putting lipstick on a pig? Mm. What's that? You can't, you can't, you can roll a turd in glitter or something. Yeah. I don't know what it is. You can stick a banana on a wall and make it start. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> All right. Can there be a reference? Uh, let's move on. Let's move on. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons. Their defense turns up for divisional rivals by the looks of it. Uh, two mm. sacks for Tack McKinley. No, they were playing the Panthers. They didn't turn yeah. up. No, they didn't, they didn't turn up. What do you mean they didn't turn up? They were playing the Panthers. Yeah. Yeah, so they didn't turn up. They just played the Panthers. It's just luck. They didn't have to turn up. They were playing the Panthers. The Panthers suck. Oh, come on. It's true. There were two sacks for Tack McKinley, two for Vic Beasley, and one for DeMondre Campbell. Two interceptions for DeMonte Casey, choking out a Perry Fuel-led Panthers. See what I did there? Choke out Fuel. Yeah, yeah. Bit Thank you. <laughs> when, did you, when did you did you write that? I wrote, yeah, I wrote it. Oh Jesus Christ! I write everything I say. Don't tell people we've got a script for this, otherwise they I script, start hating I script us. every word, Dave. Oh my God! It says cocky. So, uh, yeah, forty points to twenty was the final score for Atlanta. Ian Thomas was the only receiving touchdown. Uh, Ian guy. Thomas. Ian Thomas had the only receiving touchdown for Carolina. It's because you looked at me funny. Uh, uh, and McCaffrey was held to a pathetic hundred thirty-five scrimmage yards. Useless. Yep. <laughs> utterly, utterly useless. Yeah. Rushing touchdowns for Devonta Freeman and Brian Hill. Touchdown catches for Calvin Ridley and here you go, Olomide Zacchaeus. You're welcome. He, he's the one who got the eighty five yard or whatever yard. it was, yeah. I yeah. mean the thing is when when you're um a wide receiver who's got someone as class as uh Matt Ryan thrown at you. Oh. It uh you, yeah. you don't need top top no. class wide receiver. <laughs> I know how much you love Matt Ryan. I do love Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan What's... finished with 313 passing yards, two touchdowns, zero interceptions, and a rating of 109.1. What's the division looking like now? Uh, well, the Saints have won the division. Well, I know that they clinched it. I know, but yeah. Um, so Bucks six and seven, Panthers five and eight, Falcons nine and uh, four and nine. Okay. Yeah, four and nine. Uh, yeah, Kyle Allen ended with 293 passing yards, one touchdown, two interceptions, uh, 24 rushing yards. And a touchdown, rushing as well, uh, and one last one last fumble. So this could be a very mixed game for Kyle Allen. It could be a very difficult off season for the Panthers because they're not going to want to keep difficult. not going to want to keep Allen. Um, Probably they're gonna they apparently are trying to shop Cam Newton. Yeah, looks they like haven't it. got the draft capital to go up and get a guy that they want unless someone they drops not. significantly. So they're going to have to go and get someone in free agency. But they don't really have the cap space because they're going to have to spend a lot of money to keep players who are coming off rookie deals. So it's going to be a really interesting off season. Yeah, I mean, look at the uh, 
the Super Bowl run team. I mean, that's, that's gone now, hasn't it? You know. Yeah. And mm. who would have thought that just five years ago that that team would basically have been gutted? Yeah, I mean they've they've lost a lot of their main component parts from that team. Um, none more so probably than Olsen, I would say, because he's a massive leader on the offense and he's there, just always injured. Well, that, that's the whole point. He's not yeah. there. He's but just not. And Cam Newton about to go. Yes, Ron Rivera already gone. Josh Norman long gone. Yeah, how much of this week's performance was a protest? Going Thomas Davis won. gone. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a real shame for that team because they they had something there. They had a good nucleus of a team, and yeah, they picked up Christian McCaffrey. It all looked to be going okay, but uh, injuries have kind of plagued them, and I'm just re- the wrong side of results, I suppose. I'm reckon about Eli to the Panthers. <laughs> Please no. Please no. <laughs> uh, let's move on. Let's move on. To the LA Rams. Yeah. Ended up getting a, a good win here at home to the Seattle Seahawks. 28 points to 12 the final score. Um, Rams on a bit of resurgence here. And also it was a kind of off day for the the Seahawks. I mean, Russell Wilson, 245 passing yards, no touchdowns, one interception, a rating of 69.8. Jared Goff, on the other hand, 293 passing yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions, uh, rating a 95.2. Uh, we've talked before about how Seattle have set up as Chris Carson's running game sets the tone. He had 15 carries for 76 yards before going down with an injury that will end his season. Um, and Quandre Diggs got a pick six. That was uh, their only touchdown. Yeah, Diggs had two interceptions on the day, but it wasn't enough. Touchdowns for Robert Woods and Cooper Cup. Over 115 yards receiving for Tyler Higbee and a rushing touchdown for Todd Gurley was just too much in this, on this occasion. So when did Carson go out of the game? Uh, I think it was the third quarter. Okay. How, and how many rushing yards did they get after that? It was Russell Wilson <laughs> it was Russell or Wilson, yeah, no one else yeah. because uh, Penny's out injured as well. Yeah. And for a team that relies so heavily on its run game, it's a major part of the uh, offense that's gone. Yeah. It affects them hugely. Yeah. It's something that we've got to be very careful of going forward. I wouldn't be surprised if they dip into free agency and pick someone up. Someone who's experienced. Someone like, I don't know what shape he's in. I suspect terrible, but CJ Anderson, for example. <laughs> you and that CJ Anderson. Monsieur Le Barrel. Um, <laughs> he, did, he did amazing last season for the I think I say Eddie Lacey at that point when he starts about Ooh, let's barrels. Let's not go nuts. Let's not go nuts. <laughs> I can see them picking up, because um, obviously they can't trade for anyone because the trade deadline's gone. Mm-hmm. Um, picking up somebody who's in free agency. I think Ajayi's back at. Um, he's in back in Philly, now, yeah. Yeah. So I'm not sure exactly who's available and uh, in terms of rushing, but I can, I, it wouldn't shock me if they went and picked someone up. You think they'd have to at this rate with two of their their, their top two running backs on IR? I don't. I, is uh, Penny on IR? Is he? I believe so. Because I know he's injured, but I don't know if he's fully on IR yet. But they, yeah, they wouldn't surprise me if they go and pick someone up. Mm. Yeah, it was just one of those games where I should have seen it coming, really. The the Rams have, have, are playing for pride right now. And I think they can still mathematically make it into the playoffs, but... Uh... I think it's... We've seen it so many times where teams lose the Super Bowl and the next season they just kind of bum around the bottom, not really yeah. doing a great deal. So it's not a massive shock. You just kind of hope to be better than this. It is not an easy division to get out of, especially when the, the 49ers have, have shown up this year. Yeah. So... That room is gone. You can't just get through on a, an okay record. Well, the thing is, there's no easy games now. There are no easy games in that division. No. Um, even the Cards are a decent team. Um, but it yeah. takes good teams to beat the Cardinals, I agree. 
But um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm looking on Google. No, I'm just looking on Google now and um, to see any rumours, and there's just constant rumours about who they're going to be taking at um, running back. So I assume that they will pick someone up by the end of the week. Yeah. And the good thing is, someone coming in at running back, hand them the ball and run off. They're not someone else to be integrated into the team like a skill position. It's just it's, you'd think it'd be slightly easier to learn yeah, the playbook. Yeah. Significantly. Yeah. Inside run, outside run. Yeah. <laughs> what else is to learn? I don't yeah. Uh, yeah, weird. But of course, because we're recording so early this week, we don't know who they've picked up. Maybe if on no, the Thursday they've picked up. Enter name here. There you go. <laughs> let, let it for you later on. Covered. Right. So let's move on. Uh, another grind out win for the Steelers, who are still in the AFC playoff race, and they won twenty three points to seventeen. Um, last week it was James Washington that got the the headlines. This week it's Dante Johnson, the rookie wide receiver. He had 60 yards and one touchdown offensively and an 85-yard punt return touchdown, which really helped get us out of a, a bit of a hole. I think he ran about 180 yards. He did all right. Yeah. Legging it all over the pitch. <laughs> There's also double the rushing yards for Pittsburgh compared to Arizona. Yeah. So we definitely set the tone on the ground. Uh, 140, I think, played 70 in terms of rushing yards. Uh, for Arizona, the touchdowns came from David Johnson and Charles Clay. Who's rocked up in Arizona now? Does David Johnson still play? He does still play. Yeah. Wow. Doesn't run very much, but uh, he caught that touchdown. That's, I was going to say that's, that's somewhat of a bummer for a running back. <laughs> <laughs> Two ints for Joe Hayden. Yeah. Again. Yep. Uh, one interception for T.J. Watt and five sacks for Pittsburgh meant that we relied on our defense, and it came out on top again. No, it's no surprise. No. But uh, old Duck got another win. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Completed 16 of 19 passes. Yeah. Uh, 152 yards, one touchdown, no interceptions, which is the most important stat you can have. Uh, a rating of 117.5 and 34 rushing yards as well for the Duck. On the other side, Kyler Murray, the number one overall pick. 20 of 30 for 194 yards, two touchdowns, but those three interceptions. Uh, a rating of 67.2. I think you lot were very lucky because you played Kyler Murray in the week that you had a bit of a... A knee injury, so he wasn't rushing all that much. He wasn't. He wasn't. In the pocket. But we did put the pressure on. Yeah, absolutely. But if he was able to run a little bit more and been a bit more mobile, it would have been more dangerous. I'm not saying that it would have won. Um, it would have been a bit more uh, of a contest, though. Um, so we. It was still spoke, close. Yeah, we spoke <laughs> last week about um, Hayden saying his praises. Tell us a little bit more about DJ Deontay Johnson. <laughs> So Deontay Johnson was the third round pickup for us. Now I know you know this already. What? But this has to make it sweeter. You know who he was picked up. You know you you picked him up with the trade that you got from Oakland. Yeah. So you got him with the Antonio Brown capital. That's got to make it a little bit sweeter. (laughs) It's always nice. Really has. So you got rid of a problem and got. So, yeah, Johnson's been okay this year, but obviously this was his best game of the season. Yes. Um, Considering that we've had so many problems with injuries to Juju and James Washington has been in and out, Deontay Johnson has been relatively quiet. But How much game time It's also the quarterback controversy we've had as well because Mason Rudolph wasn't thrown to anyone Mm. um, but did occasionally target Johnson. So it's nicely that Duck started to use him as well. It's just one of those things where we've always drafted good receivers. And... I've got a bit of confidence in Deontay. So I'm hoping to see him encourage, uh, increase that, that role next week. We're going to need to because we're going to play a much tougher team next week. Who you got next week? The Bills, I think. 
Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> what do you mean, okay? No, I... Uh... I think it will be difficult for him to repeat what he's done this week because the Bills' defense is significantly better. Yeah, um, but it will be Bills. yeah, it will be um, interesting to see how he does going forward. But yeah. it's just another one of our receivers. You know, we've we've got him and Washington. Normally, it's a lot easier. You say you, you say you always trade good. You always get good receivers. It's a lot easier to be a good receiver when you got Ben <laughs> Roethlisberger throwing at you. I'm not going to lie. Praise for Roethlisberger. This is a, this is strange. I've always said he's accurate. He's just a fat bastard. That's all he is. He can't run. <laughs> he has run. <laughs> yeah, right. He's a scrambler. <laughs> scrambler. His eggs. It's pure panic. <laughs> Scrambling to the donut shop. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> So we've actually got, talking of uh, Ben, we've actually got a better record right now than we did last season. Mm-hmm. And we still had Antonio Brown in the building then. Yep. Le'Veon Bell was still officially in the building, although not playing for us. But uh, it's nice to see that even with a statistically weaker team, with the defence being even better this year, uh, we're getting the results that we want. I think it's, yours... it's, so, it's kind of crazy to me that we're in the playoffs. What's interesting is yours is the simplest offensive playbook I've seen yeah. but it's still so difficult yeah for anyone to play against because your offensive line is superb the difference was I think it was it was going to third down almost every time but we were then converting third downs more often than not yeah. with Mason Rudolph we weren't really converting third oh, downs oh the amount of times and I've said this to you a number of times the amount of times I saw third and 28 yeah or third and 15 this one was more like third and six third yeah. and four that kind of thing you know the, and, and Duck was getting them done so. the big benefit of it is you're making your first down which means you can have a bit of a punt on second down yeah because you're you, you're immediately second and three yeah so you go right let's have a have a go downfield there's no reason for us not to and it's third and three because most of the time, you know, you're hitting people on a slant and getting first downs. It's it's not difficult, and you're he's going through three progressions, mm. and you're doing. You've got one of your. I can't remember what his name is. Um, he's a big guy and he's speedy though. I think he's just he's a rookie. I don't think he's caught many passes. But every time I've watched, it's the same guy every time. Okay. And he's doing the hard um, Hogan yards. He's going out wide, he and sprinting back? fifty yards. He's a wide receiver. He's okay. sprinting fifty yards every time and taking the defensive back with him. Mm. Could be and James Washington then. He's. Quite I don't bad. think he's Washington because I've got him in fantasy, so I will keep an eye on him. I think he's number thirteen, <laughs> Washington. Um, but yeah, I can't remember. What, but he's uh, he just literally oh Dion Kane. Be, yeah, he burns the yards and he takes defenders with him and yeah. he opens up the progression, opens up the field, mm-hmm. and he all he does then is turn around, jog back, go into the huddle, go back to the line, and burn another forty again. yards. Yeah, he's that deep threat. I mean, he's not a deep threat because he's never getting near the ball. He's there <laughs> to take it back with him. You take can someone see, out. You can sort of see a defensive back going. I don't want to cover this guy. <laughs> one, the one time you don't, he's going to throw know, it to he's him. Gonna, he's gonna, you're going to come in and go. Oh, we've got this guy. He's amazing. He got 150 yards because no one covered him that week. Yeah. But yeah, no, it, next week it's Deion Kane's turn to catch some balls. So. You're probably right. I d- I'm not saying it is him, but yeah, it is. Ridiculous I think that's what you're talking about. It's ridiculous to watch. But again, he's doing hard yards, which is helping out his quarterback. Yep. So they're all working for each other, which is great to see. Yeah. I'm just, I just think it's hilarious that we're in the playoffs right now because do I'm you, not sure we've got the team that can do anything in it. I was going to say, uh, do you think you can win a playoff game? Are you def- with your defense? You absolutely can. Can you yeah. score enough points to win a playoff? That's game? the interesting thing, isn't it? it depends who we get. Depends who we get. Maybe oh, yeah. beat the, maybe beat the uh, Patriots. Oh, I'd love oh, to take them out. Could you imagine that? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I'd love to take a bit like Kevin Keegan. I'd love it. Love it if we beat them. Yeah. Would you take beating them and then losing to the Ravens? Uh, yeah, I'd have to, I suppose. Would you? <laughs> I don't want to lose to the Ravens. Would you rather beat 
the Patriots oh. and lose to the Ravens or beat the Ravens and lose to the Patriots? Pass. <laughs> answer that question. <laughs> Do I want typhoid or syphilis? Uh, oh, typhoid. Typhoid. No. I've had syphilis. <laughs> it's rubbish. Oh, why am I here? Uh, let's move on then. So a shoulder injury for rookie Josh Jacobs before the game robbed us of a real battle between two of the best running backs this year. Uh, John J. Washington tried with 96 yards and a touchdown, but it was Derek Henry who got the headlines here with 109 yards and a two-touchdown performance, Dave. Great win for the Tennessee Titans in Oakland, 42-21. to uh, Yeah. I, uh... Other notable performances, A.J. Brown, 5 of 7 for 153 yards and two touchdowns. Johnny Smith with the other receiving touchdown for Tennessee. Yep. And I called it the beginning of the season. I did say the what? Titans would be sneaky good. Yeah, that was with Mariota on the centre though. Uh, so No, but I did say to you that they had the best one two quarterback lineup. In you terms did. of having a starter and a backup. I'm yeah. I'm a massive fan of Tannehill. Last night um, we went to Wembley to watch the uh, fish Dolphins, against the Raiders, Raiders yeah. and Tannehill tore the Raiders a new one. So it's nice he? to see history repeating itself. I think they <laughs> scored around about forty points that game as well. Um, no, I really rate Tannehill. The problem is, if they want to keep him, they're going to have to pay him at least twenty-seven million next year. Twenty-seven million is the current franchise tag. I think they're looking at a, a, a long-term deal with him, though, not franchise tagging him. Yeah, if they. Ta- how much is that going to cost? So that's the thing. Well, they've had a rookie contract deal for Mariota for five years. Yeah, so which now they can get rid of. Well, yeah, but that hasn't cost them that much. So no, they've been know, saving absolutely. that money. Yeah. But it's it's, it's just going to be interesting um, to see whether or not they do sign him on a long-term deal, how much they're getting for, because he has a past with injuries and that offensive line is poorer. So all it's going to take is one hit to come through the line. All of a sudden, your star, back, your star quarterback is taken out of the game because the, it it just sounds a bit risky for a guy who has issues with injuries. It just, they have got some talent on the offensive line, but you just hope that they would invest in that in next year's draft. They have and to. free agency. They absolutely have to. Yeah, but Taylor the one is one of the best left tackles in the game. Yes. So I agree. But they still take. I mean, there's a reason why um, Mariota, for example, was taking more hits than anyone this season. Mm. Um, partially because they have no. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not going to make any comments about Mariota. I was singing his praise at the beginning of the season. And you were, yeah. But that's six of seven wins for Tannehill since coming yes. in. So. And uh, out of any quarterback in um, in the league at the moment, he has the highest passer rating. But he currently currently doesn't count. He's not top at the moment because he's only played nine games. Right. Um, okay. You have to play a minimum of ten. Yeah, which he will do next week. Yes, and then you'll have the highest quarterback rating. Current top of the uh, passer rating. Kirk Cousins. Yeah. You wasn't expecting that, were you? <laughs> I think I saw a graphic on that the other day. But uh, anyway, um, for Oakland, the receiving touchdowns were Foster Moreau, who yeah. we said has got injured, and Rico Gafford. I said that because I know you would do that face. <laughs> You're just making shit up. Rico Gafford, mate. Remember the name. Did, didn't I see where we got a big boy run? In this game, in the one of the Raiders um, guys, he intercepted the ball and was running with it. It was a twenty odd, twenty five stone guy. Maurice Hurst. Oh, I love seeing a big guy run. It's like fifty odd yards it's on the just return. Pa- pure unadulterated panic. <laughs> I love it. It's one of my favourite things. It's like when um, Quentin Nelson scored the touchdown. He was uh, yeah, keg standing. Yeah, and he got taken off. Bless him. But no, I, I love a big guy running. It's amazing. <laughs> Let's move on. Then we've still got more games to do here. So long. Is it is it a concern for the Raiders in the fact that they've conceded now 
82 points in their past two games. <laughs> um, I mean, 34 before that, 34 points against the Jets. We'll, we'll have to ask uh, have Punk wheels, if he ever comes on. The... Have the wheels fallen off? Like, genuinely. Because the game before that, they won 17-10 against the Bengals. Mm. I mean, at the beginning of the season, I was massively shocked at how good the Raiders were. Really shocked. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't watch the Raiders enough to, to know why. I've no desire to watch the Raiders enough to know why. It's just seeming from the headline scores, it just seems to be a bit of a different team. Because we were expecting, they were away an awful lot. Yeah. And we said, when, they, when it comes back to November, and you've got, they get, they've got like seven of nine games at home or something like that. So you expect them really to push on. You're looking at their fixtures going against the Jets, against the Bengals. They've got a few games they can win. Think they could really push on. Mm. And they just died. Yeah. It's a weird one. And that, that Chiefs result wasn't good for them either because no. just everything that could go wrong did go wrong yeah. in that game. And sometimes either you think the luck's against you yep. or, you know, you just expecting Ma- to make mistakes and they just happen as a result, you know. And Mahomes wasn't that dynamic. Well, no, he's been dealing with injuries. We're going to talk yeah. about that later as well. But, um, yeah. But, yeah. I don't know. If we ever get Punk on, we'll talk to him about it. But, uh, <laughs> oh, is he still alive? Have you uh, seen him recently? I'm too busy. I haven't seen yeah. any. I haven't seen anyone at work for a couple of weeks. I don't take lunch <laughs> breaks anymore. He's supposed to work in the same building as uh, as Punk, but... Um, no, we do. I just <laughs> I literally haven't had a lunch break in about a month. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's talk about uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and mm. Indianapolis Colts. So two interceptions for Darius Leonard, one for Malik Hooker. Wasn't enough to slow down the Bucks on Sunday. This is the kind of game the Bucks love because despite throwing three interceptions, Jameis Winston threw four touchdowns and rushed one in himself to get this win. 38-35. to 35. I yep. thought it was under 40, but it wasn't. 38-35, to 35, the final score. Um, Bucks touchdowns for Brashad Perryman, Cameron Brake, Justin Watson and Mike Evans. Mike Evans pulled his hamstring though on that touchdown run. I think it ripped it in half. Yeah, it didn't look great. Um, bright spot for the Colts was Marcus Johnson getting over 100 yards receiving and a touchdown. And Marlon Mack was back and scored a touchdown. Yeah. Yeah, Marcus Johnson. I don't know Marcus Yeah, Johnson. me neither. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard of him. Never Is he related him. to Deontay Johnson? Could be BC Johnson's brother. Maybe. The receiver in Minnesota. Uh, yeah, this is one of those games that we said the Bucks always got a chance of winning if they get into a shootout. Yes. And Jacoby Brissett, for all his coolness and calmness, he's not one for putting up more than two touchdowns really ever a game, is he? So it's played into their hands. I think when when you're playing against the Beng- when you're Bengals, when you're playing against the Bucks, <laughs> I think you almost get dragged into their game. It's like, I'm going to do it again, I'll do it every week. It's like in a boxing match when you're against a slugger. You can jab his head off, but sooner or later you're going to have to engage. Right. And it's exactly what happened. All of a sudden, I think it was first quarter, um, Jameis threw bombs and he was he threw an interception, immediately comes back, throws 50, 60 yards in three plays. Mm-hmm. It's all or nothing. It's literally all or nothing football. And you can't not get sucked into... You, you just can't not get sucked into... <laughs> uh, basically, we need to start throwing it. You just it. can't do it. Yeah. Because when they, when they connect... You're like, oh, actually, hang on. Yeah, we've got better start throwing this. Is, a lot of people are saying he has too many interceptions. He doesn't really. He's got 20, <laughs> He's got 23. He's that's got, a lot, yeah. Okay. That's the most in the league, right? At the moment, yes. Yeah. I agree. But that's yeah. because he's played every game. Most of the teams <laughs> haven't Most of the teams haven't got a quarterback who's played every game. There's been so many chopping and changing. Yeah. And, and when I'm talking about slingers, most slingers just aren't there. 
He's got 23 at the moment. That's the same as Ben Roethlisberger got in his 2006 season. Mm. I know there's three games left, but you see what I'm saying? It's not a ridiculous number. And he's not breaking any NFL records. He's going to have to double what he's currently got to break the record. So it's not as... And he has he's no games. Nathan Peterman. I, yeah, I, I agree. He's <laughs> no Nathan Peterman. But he gives them a headache. He's on just over 20 million yeah. this year. He's off his rookie deal. So again, if they tag him, it's going to be a minimum 27 million, which I'm not being funny. They're probably not going to tag him. Mm. Um, he's number one overall pick as well. So the money's up a little bit on that. Yeah, I mean, I think that money sort of, I think that's ran out a little bit. I yeah, but when think... they're renegotiating their contracts, I'm sure the, the agent brings it up. I'm sure he does. I'm sure they bring up everything that he can. Yeah. It makes no difference. You just yeah. sit there with 23 picks on the table. Don't talk about shrimp. But uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. um, I, It gives him a headache because every now and again, you look and you go, you need to move off this guy when he's throwing stupid picks. And then obviously Jameis, he's, though. he's launching it 80 yards. He's brilliant to the watch. The league would be worse if he's not in it. I want to watch Bucks versus Ravens just for pure entertainment. <laughs> I mean, it is. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But... Yeah, I mean, they're a better team than I thought they were going to be this season. More entertaining to watch, no doubt. Wow. Well, there you go. Well done, Bucks. You're really entertaining yep. this season. Four games left, Dave. Four oh, bloody okay. games, and we've got the best ones left. What a difference a week makes for the Texans, eh? No. Oh. Denver goes in. And they, they score, hang on, quick maths. 20, 31 points in the first half. Yeah. To Denver. Yeah. Drew Locke, 309 yards. 22 of 27 uh, throws completed, three touchdowns, one interception, a rating of 136. Yeah. Now, before the season started, Dave, and during the first half of the season, yeah. I was asking you when you're going to play Drew Locke, and yeah. you were quite adamant that you didn't want to play him. No, he was on IR. All right, but even though he wasn't... We had a broken thumb. He came, <laughs> he came off IR, and within two weeks he was playing. Why don't you trust Drew Locke? You're such you an idiot. Him? You're such a troll. What's wrong with you? <laughs> so he got injured in preseason. Did not have a good preseason. I think the problem was in preseason, he came in and wanted to impress. I think most people thought he was going to go in the first round. He didn't. He went in the second round. Yes. And he came in and thought, I need to impress and show that I'm a first rounder. And once you get an old hand like uh, Vic Fangio, <laughs> he's just going to go, look, just calm down. You're our guy. Yeah, you don't need to prove anything. Just play by our book, and that's all it was. So they sat him down in the first week he was back and said, "Learn the playbook, play the way we want you to play, and you'll start." He didn't do that, so therefore Brandon Allen started. Okay. Then they said to him, "Continue to take first team reps, play the way we want." So he worked closely with Rich Scangarello, um, which intra- he's our offensive- no, he's making up names. No, he's our offensive coordinator. <laughs> he was at um, 49ers last season. And in the interviews afterwards, all the players are calling him Skangs and uh, Coach Scangarello, rather. So it shows that they have that relationship and, and the way that they play. But he came in and played to the game plan. He, it, it, no one expected that to happen. Big positive. Um, his footwork's brilliant. His footwork is so good. Um, he's able to get it off quickly. He's able to seemingly throw a back shoulder fade as well straight away which a lot of people right. didn't think he was going to be able to do which means he can position it away from um, a cornerback which when you've got someone like Colin Sutton and Noah Fang catching it is a big help Yeah, he just looks very decent and do you know what that's the best compliment you can pay someone in their second start oh yeah I'm not going to go yeah. nuts and say he's the GOAT he's averaging over 10 yards of play yes and then let's also put some more humble pie for yourself. Noah Fant. Yes. 
Four of four, 113 yards and a touchdown. And again, it's something Fant hasn't been doing this season. Even at Iowa. Look at when he was at Iowa, he dropped too many. Oh, yeah, yeah. He just I'm only trolling me still. Nah, I, I, I don't mind. I'll, you know, I know I'll, you'll take it today, won't you? I'll, I'll take it every single game. I have no, but he, um, the, the interesting thing about Fant, though, is when he is getting balls that are catchable and when... Um, other quarterbacks have been thrown to him. That hasn't always been the case. Yeah, he's kind of fighting for a fifty-fifty for the catch, and then when he is catching it, it's kind of st- steady yourself. He's not the quickest guy. Steady yourself, and then start running. When you can catch it on the run, it's big difference, huge difference. Mm. Um, Texans very surprised. I mean, we got Player of the Week. I'm not. I'm not. Not kidding. The uh, the um, interception, the defensive play that we uh, Kareem Jackson, Kareem Jackson, the. Uh, I don't want to call it a pick six. It was sort of a fumble recovery. It was a fumble recovery. He had an interception in the game as well against yeah. his old team. Oh, that was beautiful. Because um, yeah, they pretty a... much got rid of him. Because a similar thing happened with us uh, as happened with Bradley Roby. So Bradley Roby was at the Broncos and he went to the Texans. And um, the same thing happened the other way with Jackson. And basically what it was is you come to the end of a deal and if you re-sign, if you re-sign the option, you have to pay them about 13 or $14 million or something stupid like that. Yeah. Because you release them, another team ends up picking them up for about six and a half. They got Bradley Roby, we got Jackson, we got the better deal. <laughs> but no, it was, it was a good game to watch. We went 38-3 up at one point, I think it was. Yeah. Um, and again, and a lot of people have been saying, are saying, um, we let them in. Same thing happened as with the um, both the uh, Colts and the Vikings that we saw teams take uh, have a comeback and have a bit of a run on us. Well, I'm not being funny. When it's Deshaun Watson, a lot of time you just don't get a choice. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they scored 21 points in the second half. Did uh, yeah. did the Texans? Deandre Hopkins 120 yards and a touchdown. Deshaun Watson ran into touchdowns as well. Yeah. One um, of those was really superb. Yeah. Well, it's quality. Yeah, he is. And most teams, I don't care who you are, when when they're playing lights out, you are going to concede points. Yeah. It's that simple. But you put enough up in the first place to, yep. uh, to cover it off. Let's just give props to Jeff Hoyerman and Royce yep. Freeman with touchdown grabs. Philip Lindsay, the forgotten yep. man. Is, uh, He's not. He even rushed down the touchdown. He's not the forgotten Has man. Has he really done anything in fantasy this year? Uh, he's not been a good fantasy pickup this year. No. But in terms of... That's all that matters, Dave. In terms of quarterbacks... That's all that matters. Well, you're screwed then. It's all that matters. In terms of, in terms I didn't draft of, Philip Lindsay. No, maybe you should have. You're playing like you have. <laughs> no. the, the, the issue with our running backs is there haven't been a huge amount of touchdowns going, but in terms of yards, um, the old one-two punch, we are top of the NFL in terms of that. No, yes. other, no other team has more yards from their two running backs. Mm. That's it. <laughs> right. Is this what the NFL is all about, Dave? The San Francisco 49ers at the New Orleans Saints. This was a terrible game. Two teams playing at the highest level and getting close to basketball numbers. Drew Brees, sorry, 349 yards, five touchdowns to no interceptions. Yeah, it's ridiculous. A rating of 138.4. Even <laughs> he, he rushed a touchdown as well, a QB sneak. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, 26 of 35 for 349. It's the same amount of yards, 349 on the yards. Four touchdowns, one interception, which was actually went through Emmanuel Sanders' hands. Yeah. So that wasn't even on Jimmy G, but it just goes against him. Uh, and even Emmanuel Sanders did a touchdown throw yep. uh, to Raheem Mostert. So he had a rating of 158.3. Uh, he's dad done that twice now against, 35 the, cards, yards against the cards pass. in uh, October last season. Yeah. He also caught seven of nine passes, 157 yards and a touchdown. 
Is that so, the mid-season signing of the year? Oh, you'd think so. For the 49ers. You? I mean, how many times do you go and get a wide receiver and just click like they have? He's revolutionized crazy, their lineup. I mean, imagine if he'd gone to the Saints and you're not only throwing to uh, Michael Thomas, but you were also throwing to Michael <laughs> Sanders. Because yeah. imagine if they had another threat other than Michael Thomas. He's the most they've targeted got, in got terms some of receivers there. Yeah, well, okay. <laughs> do they ever throw to him? No. Well, Traquan Smith scored the what looked like the winner with right. less than a minute to go in okay. the game in terms of percentage targets he's way out on a league on his own well of course Michael Thomas had 11 catches for 134 yards and a touchdown <laughs> so, I mean, I'm not saying he's not insane Jared, numbers Jared Cook had two touchdown passes the only other player who comes close in, in terms of percentages the top three is Michael Thomas um, Brown for uh, the um, no the Bills <laughs> Fred, Fred not Fred Brown what's his name what are you talking about? The guy for the Bills. What's his name? John Brown? John Brown, I don't know him. That Whoever the Brown guy is. And Cortland Sutton. In terms of percentages that their team get, they are the top three. Yeah. And Thomas is top by a mile. Well, Thomas is special. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Jared Cook got two touchdown pass catches in this game. But, again. Um, but he was still outshone by George Kittle on the other side. No, there was one point weird. where Kittle was fighting for yards and he fought for about 15 yards. And it took four blokes to get him down. Well, I mean, that was the kind of game-winning drive. So about 45 seconds left, and Jimmy G manages to catch George Kittle in stride across the field. He then turns upfield and has Marcus Williams holding onto his face mask the entire way. Yeah. And then, yeah, John Brown. Yeah. Stop distracting me. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets a face mask penalty after running about 30 yards down the field. So yeah. that's another 15 tacked on, yeah. which then, of course, means that the Robbie Gould game-winner uh, is in the bag. This almost was final score forty eight to forty six. This almost was whoever happened to have the last um, possession was going to win. It was just big play after big play. It yeah. was beautiful to watch. There were some amazing plays. It was a pain because it was just taking over red zone. Yeah. And you're like, what's going on elsewhere? <laughs> Don't care Not if that's going on. So, yeah, I'm very happy. Well, I'm very happy about the result for Emmanuel Sanders and for. The 49ers organization. Are we are we likely to see that? That should be the preview for the. NFC. I was going to say, are we likely to see that again? I hope the so. playoffs. I want that game again. Mm. <laughs> I don't care who wins it, but I want that game again. Only it's likely to be at Levi Stadium now, right? Oh, uh, yeah. I'm not sure. We we'll have to look at the records, but mm. they must be close. I think so. We're both ten team ten records. Ten and three. Yeah. But it's the highest, so it's only like, I saw a start, I'm probably going to get this slightly wrong, but it's only the third time two 10-win teams have played each other since like the year 2000 or something. It's really not doesn't happen very often. There's weird stuff happening there. And it's the first time um, two teams with more than 10 wins have shared um, over 90 points, <laughs> or close, over 85, I can't remember what the yeah. start was. Um, since 1964 or something stupid like that. I mean, as far as records go, it's pretty epic yeah I mean that's kind of what the NFL should be all about but maybe there's another game that's even more what the NFL should all be about and that's watching the Pats lose at home <laughs> that's the Kansas City Chiefs winning 23 points to 16 um yes 20 points to 7 was the halftime score we see uh, KC getting out early um Patrick Mahomes had an okay day again he had an injury to his hand in the second quarter but uh, managed to keep playing and seemed to, to play through it. Uh, 283 passing yards, one touchdown, one interception, 
a rating of 83.6. Old Tommy B, 169 passing yards, one touchdown, one interception, a rating of 63.3. Let's obviously talk about some of the key plays in the game, Dave. So Mm -hmm. that included the touchdown that never was from the kill Harry. Yeah, that was a disgrace. (laughs) That was a disgrace. I'm sorry. I'm not very pro... Um, pro patriot, but that no. was utter garbage. Well, the ruling on the field was he'd gone out of bounds with his toe. Okay, okay, and then because Bill Belichick had wasted challenges, well, no, he hadn't the game, wasted challenges. One of them had. was perfectly valid. Well, the one he he put a challenge flag on for whether they got a first down or not. Yes, that was daft. You yeah, shouldn't because have done that. they would just go for it on fourth down. What was so, the next one? What was the other one? I can't remember now. It's a quick succession, but... <laughs> it was straight away. He wasted was, one. That's what matters. Yeah, he wasted one. His next one was perfectly valid. And because he used both of them, yeah. he wasn't then able to challenge. No. And it wasn't rolled a touchdown, otherwise they would have reviewed it. Exactly. The so, other one, I'll tell you what the other one was. It was where... Um, uh, it was called... Um, they blew the flag and they were, um, they'd were intercepted the ball and they were running... And it was going to be basically a pick six. I didn't think they, oh, yeah, they that's blew right. up um, and said the pass was incomplete. It wasn't incomplete, it no, was intercepted, it was the and they should have played it, and they would have got a touchdown on that play. Yes, that was another one. The play, so that's 12 points. Yeah, I mean, not even counting the extra points. You've got to feel sorry for the Patriots a little bit. Uh, no, so Devin McCourty, though, had an amazing play on that ball to, to knock it out of Kittle's yes. hand, not Kittle, Kelsey's hands. Yeah. And yeah, Stefan Gilmore runs it back for a pick six. But no, this has always gone in the Patriots' favour. This was a, a, a regular season game, Dave. They're still top of the AFC East. Well, but, um, they, yeah, that's not really they saying get, much, is it? But they get the decisions in the AFC Championship games. Mm-hmm. Think about the Jags a couple of years ago when they got a, a touchdown ruled out. Well, they had Blake Bortles. They deserve everything they got. Uh, they should have got to the Super Bowl on that year. Behave. There's, there's decisions that go the Patriots' way all the time. I still feel a bit sorry for them. I'm sorry. I can't. Every year when they have the <laughs> um, they have the owners uh, meetings to decide what the rule changes are going to be, mm. and a lot of the time the Patriots go there with a long list. Can you imagine what it's going to be this time? <laughs> <laughs> a long stick. It's going to be about thirty feet long. Yeah. No, Brady- I did. I did feel sorry for them, but watching the Patriots against the Chiefs is kind of like a fight between sort of Fred West and Harold Shipman. It's just wow. I don't really care who wins. I hope both of them die, if I'm perfectly honest, because I hate both teams. I, I know you do hate both teams. Me. I don't. Um, if I had to, I'd choose the Patriots. I did like the Patriots jersey, though. My cat says the same thing as well. She enjoyed the Patriots jersey. Brady was the Patriots' second most productive rusher with 20 yards in this game. Oh, there was one point when he started rushing, and he looked around. It was like watching a kid on that was that going, fourth I'm down. doing it. I'm doing it, boss. I'm doing yeah. it. That was that fourth down play where... I expected a punt. I turned around to do something and looked back and I saw Brady waddling down the field. Do you know, the one thing that I will say, tackled. major credit to whoever, whoever the defensive back was for the Chiefs on that one. Because he came in and he just let Brady go down. I would have smashed him. Yeah. I mean, I would have I would have taken the ejection. <laughs> I would have taken the lordship I would have got. And I would have absolutely <laughs> destroyed him. Someone's paying that fine. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I mean, to be fair to him, I don't know who it was. I'm assuming it wasn't Tyrone Matthew. I'm assuming it wasn't. No. But yeah, they just let him slide and it was all good. I would have murdered him. I don't care if he was already down on his knees. I would have took his bloody head off. <laughs> you would have done the same as well. So that's that's the Patriots' second loss in a row. I'm not... <laughs> the second loss of the Patriots. The Patriots are becoming what I was in nightclubs in the uh, early 2000s in Nottingham. <laughs> They're becoming a slump buster. <laughs> 
You could have been worse. Oh. <laughs> I thought you could have said something else there. <laughs> <laughs> you and nightclubs. Um, right. What was I saying? Yeah, I second loss know. in a row. Maybe that's why they're so um, nervous about the Bengals. <laughs> Resorting to old old ways. <laughs> they can't lose three in a row, Dave. They've got the Bills breathing down their neck. Have they got the Bengals next week? Yeah, Bengals this I weekend. Mean, and then the Bills week? next weekend. I mean, can you imagine if they lost then to the, the Bengals? Then the Dolphins. Could you imagine if they lost to the Bengals? That would be amazing. I would love it if they beat them. <laughs> love it. No, nah, it's not going to happen. I'm sorry. It's too ridiculous to even contemplate. Well, we'll see what happens in the picks. I did uh, say they were slump busters, though. We've got one game left to go. All go right. on, what is it? Let's go. It's Monday night. the Monday night game. It was the Philadelphia Eagles at home to the New York Giants. And it went to overtime, Dave. Yeah. 17-all <laughs> after four quarters with Eli Manning with the tiebreaker game for himself. Uh, it means that he ends up as a loser. Unless he gets to play another game this season in his career record. Or he re-signs for somebody else next year. Oh, jeez. Yeah. No points in the first quarter, but 17 for the Giants in the second. So they went in at halftime 17-3 up. Uh, there were touchdowns for Darius Slayton. He ended up uh, with five catches, 154 yards and two touchdowns. Um, but then, slowly but surely, the Eagles start to come back into the game. It seemed to be Zach Ertz or Bust when they were throwing it. Yep. Zach Ertz finished with nine catches for 91 yards and two touchdowns, including the overtime winner uh, to make it 23 points to 17. Boston Scott got the rushing touchdown for Philly. Yeah. Boston Scott. This has to be something written in the stars where he's going to score a winning winning TD against the Patriots at some point. That'd be nice. Something has to be written in the stars. I'm still waiting for Dallas Goddard to score a winning touchdown against the uh, Cowboys. Yes. Because he's named after the Cowboys as well. It's got to be poetry. yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the QBs, Carson Wentz ended with 325 passing yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions, a rating of 97.5, lost a fumble. Eli yeah. with 203 passing yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions, very strange, uh, 94.2 on the rating. You love ragging on Eli, don't you? Well, he just throws a lot of interceptions. I'm not, yeah. you know, am, I, am I lying? Well, he's probably too busy looking at his two Super Bowl rings. <laughs> Blinded by them, obviously. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so look at both at the same time. I would say a lucky escape here for Philadelphia. Yeah, to a certain degree. Good coaching there, managed to make the halftime adjustments and you know, and come back what? against. Well, obviously, I've never had seventeen three, three down. Life. What are you talking about? Seventeen three down against the Giants. Yeah, it's the Giants, man. Two touchdowns, second half. Oh, behave! An overtime winner. <laughs> I'm no. trying to think of positives. That's on, that's on site to do that. I don't care. I watched a lot of the game. I didn't watch all of it. Um, you know, trouble I have with sleeping. But <laughs> I think the one thing that looked apparently obvious is that the Eagles weren't able to make a first down. Mm. They just weren't able to convert first downs. Um, numerous reasons. I, I don't know what's going on. We did see a catch for JJR Sega Whiteside. Woo! Big up yourself. Yeah. Um, he exists. The man, yeah. the myth, the legend. He seems so happy to make that catch I know, as well. Right? Um, I I don't know what's going on with the with the Eagles. I know they've got a lot of injury issues, but hey, so is everyone. Yeah. Welcome um, to the league. Well, we've lost our best player, so what do you want from us, you know? I'm on my third string quarterback called Duck. <laughs> Thank um, you, Dave. I, yeah, it is what it is, you know? Just yeah. man up and carry on with it. Yeah. I don't know what's going on with them because Wentz is better than he's showing. The entire roster's better than they're showing. It's been a long time. He's not been playing great. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I did. So I was I was watching, um, I think it was Undisputed. I can't remember now. And they were saying oh, how much no. of um, 
how much of his conservatism, and it is, he is playing conservative, yeah, is down to the fact that they have to preserve him. And I don't necessarily agree with this, but I think it's an interesting talking point. How he was they taking sacks, though. They have to preserve him, though. And they, he's not hes not rushing the same amount as he was. He's protecting himself. How much is it? Is because, effectively, he got a broken back. Yeah. And how much of it is because they know they don't really have a backup at the moment. So they can't rely on Foles to come in. No. Or someone like Foles to come in. But essentially, they're not scheming the same way that they were for him. It's, it's an interesting question. Whether Even it's, for him, undisputed. Yeah, so. whether it's valid or not, I don't know. Um, but as I say, it's, something's going on. There's, 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 I'm not not entirely sure that Doug Peterson's going to be going this season. No, I, well, I wouldn't think they'd be scheming against the fact they've got no real backup option because that's not really how teams play. No, I know, but you, I mean, you can basically say, look, don't be as expansive in running as you were. Stay in the pocket a little you bit You can say more. that, but a, a quarterback's instinct is a quarterback's instinct. And yeah, he, maybe. He got famous for scrambling around in the pocket and breaking yeah, you have out to and admit, making he's, runs. He's not doing that as much this season. Well, no, I think getting hit by Aaron Donald probably sorted that out a few times. Yeah, you might be right. Uh, either way, they, they managed to win against the Giants, but you're beating the Giants. So. Yeah. Well, it's a divisional game. Yeah, they get to play each other again before the end of the season. They were away at a divisional team, a divisional rival. So They were home to a divisional They were home team. to a divisional rival. So, you know. <laughs> what do I know? It's not very far between Philly and uh, New York, is it? Yeah, they were basically home. Either basically way, it makes home. no difference. Let's move on then, Dave, to the picks. Yep. That was the end of the review. Yep. Thankfully. What was the uh, score between... So it was King versus Grant yep. playing for the people. Grant's the Patriots fan. King's is a Patriots a fan. <laughs> King is officially a Chargers fan, unofficially a Browns slash Bills fan. And Patriots. Bit of Patriots in there. Yeah. Uh, so it was a very good week for both of them, actually. They both got into double digits. Oh, okay. Can I just... I Carry on, carry on. I was going to say something about my picks. Carry on. What about your picks, Dave? I won 120 quid on an accumulator. Did you? Oh, well yourself. Done, yeah, because it all came down to your game. And I cashed out early because I got a bit scared. Ah, uh, you could have won more then? Uh, it was 150. Oh, so well, I, congratulations. I'm happy to lose that. Thank I'm quite happy if you want to give me some of it. And, uh, no. It's already spent. As soon <laughs> as I mentioned it to the wife, she'd spent it before I cashed out. <laughs> uh, very wise. So, yeah, the king managed to get 13 out of 16, correct? That's decent. Yeah. Grant got 12. Do you know which what? Which is, again, very good. I can't fault it. 12 will normally win. 12 will normally win it for you. The way it broke down, they both had picked the, the Texans to beat the Broncos. You can crow on that one. No. Muppets. They I mean, also I picked, did the same, so... Yeah, you did. Uh, they also picked the Seahawks to beat the Rams. That obviously didn't work out. Um, the way it um, the way it ended, though, was that Grant had picked the Dolphins to beat the Jets, so King won that one. Um, Grant also thought the Jags would beat the Chargers, so King won that one. But Grant thought the Titans would beat the Raiders, so King got it wrong there. Yeah. So it does mean the King's on 132 points, the people on 128 Still time. Four point difference. We're into week 15, Dave. <laughs> so this week we've got Kimmy, the Raiders fan. Yeah. The best Raiders fan we know. I mean, that that's a deep cut. It's undisputed. Oh, it's a bit rough. He's better than Kimmy then? Uh, I'm not saying anything. No. Well, if he's not here to defend himself, <laughs> yeah, he's got I'm, nothing to say. I'm having no part of this. <laughs> I'll say it. Officially, well, she's the best it. best radar on Next time we see you, we'll smack you in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you have to see me first, won't you? Uh, so, yeah, she's taken on the king. Yeah. Uh, I've got the picks here. So, we're going to go through them one by one, starting with Thursday night, Dave. It's the New York Jets 
at the Baltimore Ravens. It is. Mm. Uh, it's a unanimous pick on this one. Yeah. And the Ravens have been uh, have been selected. I mean, Captain Obvious is at play here. Mm. <laughs> you know, it just kind of is what it is. You, I don't think anyone with an ounce of sanity or knowledge about the NFL can possibly pick anyone but the Ravens. Yeah, it's going to be difficult to think of a reason why the Jets, or more than more likely the Ravens, could lose this game. Yes. Yeah, I mean, they almost certainly will now. Mm. Yeah, they'll, they'll switch <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah. Lamar will go down on the first play with an injury or something. And oh, yeah. don't say that. I don't want that to happen. And yeah, I'm a, yeah, I'm a Steelers don't. fan. No, I don't. No, I don't. No, I do not. <laughs> but, you know, I think I think that's a fairly safe bet. As, as safe as a bet can be in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Let's go on to the Sunday then. I'll tell you what, while we're doing this, I'm going to put an accumulator together and I'm going to do a full accumulator of my teams. Because ju- oh, you've won all this money, Just because I won. I mean, it's only going to be a couple Cocky of quid. bugger, aren't you? It's only going to be a couple oh, of quid. So you're going for the Ravens as well, are you, Dave? Uh, are you yeah. playing it safe? Yeah. Okay. So Sunday, let's go with the Buffalo Bills at the Pittsburgh Steelers. What are you uh, thinking, though? Bills at Steelers. Yeah. Ooh, that's defense versus defense. Mm-hmm. I have okay. I'm going to put a proviso on this. <laughs> if Allen is still feeling his injury, which I think he will be, I think the Steelers will win. Okay. If he's fully fit, which I don't think he will be, then I think the Bills will win. So I'm going to go Steelers. Ooh. I think that's going to be a because he, rushing is him rushing is their one of their biggest weapons. He does throw an awful lot, and they make him throw an awful lot, which I think is great. Um. If he's not able to rush, it's a big part of their game, which is taken away. Mm. Well, they flex this to the, the evening fixture, I think. Mm. But uh, so it should be a good game. I they're both picking the Steelers. I'm yep. hopeful that they're right and that you're right, Dave. But uh, it's going to be a very tough game. Going to be a very very tough game. But we're efficient with the ball, and uh, yeah, if we can get enough interceptions on them, I think we've got a good chance. Plus, of course, a home game or away game, we've got so many fans anyway. Do you see Arizona at the weekend? I mean, I thought you were home. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, same thing in LA. It's the same thing wherever we go. LA. Chargers. We played the Chargers. Everyone's home against the Chargers. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying. (laughs) Just saying. They even played our bloody fight song in the Chargers. I mean, they gave us the home dressing room. (laughs) They didn't really. So let's go on then to the Philadelphia Eagles at the Washington Redskins. Eagles at Redskins. In week Eagles. one, the Eagles won this game 32-27. to 27. So you think that in Washington, that Eagles that had to go to overtime against the Giants get it done, do they? Yes. I can't come up with any real reason as to why... Um, yeah, I can't really come up with any reason as to why I picked the Redskins. <laughs> well, both uh, King and Kimmy have both gone for the Eagles, so they're in lockstep at the moment. Yeah. I'd have to I'd have to put a sneaky pick on the skins on this one. Yeah, yes. I just think that the Eagles are playing so badly at the moment. Um, yeah, but so are the Redskins. Yeah, but I quite like the Redskins. I mean, the Redskins. I I I really like the Redskins. I really do. I think McLaurin's a better receiver than they've got on the other side, apart from Zach Ertz. Um, Jeffrey is a good receiver. He's having a terrible season, mm. and he went out injured in this game as well. He did scored me exactly zero points in fantasy. Congratulations. Yep. I hope he does it again for you this week. Yeah, still more than any of your receivers. Don't um, think so. Uh, yeah, I can't make any. <laughs> what are we doing? I don't know. We can't make, really make any argument for the Redskins winning. So. I'm, I'm picking the Redskins. Okay. I'll show them some love. Uh, then we've got the Houston Texans at the Tennessee Titans. 
So this division arrived, but they've not played each other yet this season. So this is an interesting one because this is almost to win the division. Mm. So they play each other now, and then there's another game between the two of them. Uh, sorry, there's another game where they both go and play. Titans go and play. I think the Patriots, um, and I think the Texans go and play the Bucks, and then they come back again and meet each other again. So they're playing each other twice in three games. Yeah, the, this is almost a playoff game, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Um, they're level at the moment. The Texans are currently top on like points scored or yeah, something. Yeah. I'm not sure. It could be. You could go. This could be a proper game of the week in week 17, mm. and this is almost a prelude to it. So the only thing I want to happen is everyone to get through uninjured because I want to see the big game in week 17. <laughs> so I'm going to go Tex- uh, Titans. Titans. Okay. Titans. Well, we've got a difference in the picks here. So the King's gone for the Texans and Kimmy's gone for the Titans. So finally, we've got a difference in what's going on there. Yeah. Um. You'd think that the Titans have the uh, better form right now, but obviously Texans are one week good, one week bad, so one maybe week next week terrible. it's good. <laughs> next week should be good. Next up, it's the Miami Dolphins at the New York Giants. Ooh. Mm. East Coast. Ooh. Well, if it was at Dolphins... Which it's not. Yeah, I'm picking Dolphins. Right. That's the only thing stopping from... Oh, I don't know. Who are they gone for? Uh, they've both gone for the Giants. I'm going to disagree with them. Yeah? Yeah. I've got more faith in the Dolphins as well. Uh, Although, Saquon Barkley had a good game for the Giants and Darius Satan had a very good game for the Giants. Yes. And if Devontae Parker's still concussed and so not playing for the the Dolphins, we've got Laird as the running back and... Lord knows for the in receiver for for the Dolphins. So it's gonna to be tough sledding. Um yeah, fingers crossed for the Dolphins, but not high hopes unfortunately this week. Maybe when they got their players back. Uh next up then it's an AFC West battle. The Denver Broncos at the Kansas City Chiefs. These two teams met in week seven. Yep. The Chiefs won it thirty to six. Yeah. That was the game that Mahomes popped his kneecap. He's back and healthy again now. So well, what's happening back. I'm not sure if he's healthy. Well, you see him, he's hobbling around. You see him at the weekend with his hand. Yeah. Every time he threw it, he's holding his hand for about a good five, ten minutes. Yeah, he seemed to work it I off. But, uh, again. Um, <laughs> I, you're a scum. <laughs> I, <know>. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to have faith in us. Last week I said we'd get beat. This Drew, week I'm saying we'd get beat. Come on, um, Denver Dave. What are you I saying? I am saying the Broncos will not win. Oh! Is this your reverse psychology thing again? This is where you think if you say they're going to lose, they're going to win. I really hope so. All right. Well, I'm both. not saying the Chiefs will win. I'm saying the Broncos won't. <laughs> right. The King and Kimmy have both gone for the Chiefs. Scumbags. I think they're right. I think they're right. Behave yourself. Very clever. The Chicago Bears are at the Green Bay Packers. This was the first game of the season, and the Packers won it ten to three. That's why no one remembers that. Do you remember that game? Oh man. Do you know what? Packers are not bad at stopping the run which is going to be a big game plan for the Bears. Yeah. They have a quarterback throwing it in high wind. I'm going Packers. Okay. <laughs> I can you I can't really see I can't really see uh Trubisky going to Green Bay and being all that accurate if I'm honest. Mm-hmm. I'm just not I'm not sure. Uh both of them have also picked the Packers. Yeah. I can't say I blame them. Yeah, keep going. Yeah. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are at the Detroit Lions. Bucks at Lions. Yeah. Bucks. 
Just shoot out, you think? Yeah. David Blah. Just an update. 324 to 1, I am. <laughs> uh, we've got a difference here. The King thinks the Lions are going to win. Yep. And Kimmy thinks that the Bucks are going to win. He's gone for the Lions. He's gone for the Lions. Has he been watching any football recently? Yeah. They're, they're on a five-game losing streak. He won streak. 13 games last week. We can't question the King. Unadulterated luck. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Uh, next up, we've got the New England Video Patriots at the Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals. Straight up. Yeah. Uh, well, both the other guys have gone for the Patriots, so you're the minority pick there. Not going for the Bengals. Behave yourself. <laughs> You say that, but Patriots lost two in a row. Uh, Bengals look pretty good against the Browns. I think that, you know, with Andy Dalton back in the lineup and, and playing at home, Joe Mixon running it down their throat. You raise a very good point, but it is still the Bengals. Yeah, yeah. So I think they've got a great chance of winning. On the other hand... Carlos Dunlap getting some sacks. On the other hand, it is still the Bengals. Yeah, so. yeah. We'll move on from yeah. that. The Seattle Seahawks, who had a, a bad game against the uh, the Rams they're playing the Carolina Panthers who don't have a real quarterback or a head clue. coach uh, uh, yeah Panthers right no <laughs> Seahawks you keep the faith of the Seahawks but mm. they're playing pretty badly at the moment well uh, they've had one bad game yeah and, and they've got no running backs uh, expect to see I don't know yeah. <laughs> insert uh, running back here I don't even know, yeah, I don't know. who's available Orleans Darquois yes there's a name yes. for you do you have any idea who he is? Yeah. All right. I signed him the other day on Madden because I was in desperate need. Congratulations. I'm playing an old version, can't you tell? Yes, you are. Uh, so both of the guys have gone for the Seahawks. Yeah. Then we've got the Jacksonville Jaguars at the Oakland Raiders. This is the last game at the Coliseum, Dave, before Oakland. The last ever game. Last ever game before Good they Raiders. head off to... Shithole. Raiders. <laughs> Las Vegas. Yes. Well, Kimmy is a Raiders fan. One thing to say, though. Have you seen the new Raiders stadium? Well, wow. seen, the, seen the scaffolding, yeah. I mean, unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it looks superb. Mm. It really does. You'd hope so if it's a brand new stadium. Well, you say that. There's one or two <laughs> brand new stadiums out there which don't look that superb, if I'm honest. Okay, uh, both guys have gone for the Raiders, yep. so uh, Kimmy's back in her team there. The Cleveland Browns at the the Arizona Cardinals. Ooh, cards. Yeah. Yeah. Cards at home. I mean, they just lost at home to the Steelers. The uh, Steelers are better than the Browns. They are better than the Browns. We know Despite that. Despite losing to them in Helmet Gate. Yeah, and then winning um, in Duck Gate. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so you're going for Cardinals? Yes. Cardinals. Would it make any difference if I told you that both the guys have gone for the Browns? Not a bit. No. I'd okay. expect one of them to go for the Browns. Obvious choice. Well, yeah, King does like the Browns. Yeah. We've got four games left. First up, it's the Atlanta Falcons. At the San Francisco 49ers. Oh, 49ers. Mm. Straight up. I mean, mm. this is... They're not division rivals, so Falcons won't turn up for this. It's true. Um, the Falcons have been a bit... Oh, the Falcons have been a bit streaky in the past couple of games. They've shown up for the past couple. Yeah. But Calvin uh, Ridley's out. Yes. Devin Trufant's out yeah. on the other side. But they're offensive. It's going to be... The battle of that game is going to be the Falcons' offensive line, which is looking really good now considering mm. they spent two very high picks yes. on that offensive line Lundstrom and I can't remember the other one I think it was Lund- Youngberg or Lundstrom or something like that Lindstrom Lindstrom and then the other fella so they they've spent money on that offensive line 
and it's starting to come to fruition now. It's looking much more solid. I mean, Ryan's had got some real time in the pocket, and it was yeah. that long touchdown that we saw. Ryan dropped back in the end zone. wasn't worried about safety. No, no issues about safety. Not bothered whatsoever. So it's going to be the pass rush of the 49ers versus that offensive line that will decide the game. And you know me, I go with pass rush. Yeah, that Olamide Zacchaeus touchdown was uh, something special. Well, you have, you have to show off, don't you? <laughs> That guy. That's his other name. That guy. <laughs> Three games left then. Yeah. The LA Rams off a win at the Dallas Cowboys off some loss. What are um, we doing here? Rams because the Cowboys are playing trash at the moment. Yeah, but they're back at home again. Oh, I couldn't give this a monkey's be... bollock. <laughs> All right, well, this could be a kind of topsy-turvy game here, Dave. Okay. Don't you think so? No. All right. Well, the King's the gone for the Rams. Kimmy's gone for the Cowboys. Okay, I hope the Cowboys win now. <laughs> <laughs> I I just fancy the Cowboys. I know I shouldn't, but it's just one of those things where you, it's an upset game. I, I, I don't trust the Rams. Um, so, what don't you? This trust could be about a game Rams? where Zeke gets enough points to to get the win. What don't you trust about the Rams? I don't know. They just haven't performed as well this season. Although it was great to see Todd Gurley play properly again. Like he had a, a classic old Todd Gurley run, it's like a twenty-three yarder, yeah, and just kind of steamrolled a few players. That's what we remember of Todd Gurley. And Cooper Cup's done well the past Cooper couple of weeks. Cooper has done well. I know. I, it's almost like they're they're back on track a little bit. I'm not going to go get too carried away, but they've been <laughs> much better in recent weeks. They have, but this and has all the, the Cowboys the have Cowboys been is... much worse in the past couple of weeks know, as well. I know, I know. But then you just you think that's that's the obvious choice is the Rams, but I don't think it's going to happen for that reason. I Upset of the week, if you're on the call, an upset. It's not really an upset. <laughs> well, you just said it's wrong. No, yeah, I'm allowed. Yeah, it doesn't mean to say he's an upset. <laughs> yeah, I am going to go Rams. Fair enough. So we've got two games then. It's the Minnesota Vikings at the LA Chargers. Vikings at Chargers. Chargers are playing trash at the moment, so I'm going to go Vikings. They're at home. they just got a load of points against the Jags. Yeah. 45 of them. Yeah. They rested Philip Rivers. The Jags. Yeah, all right. <laughs> No, I mean, in terms of... Try to make a case here, come on. In terms of actual playing a half-decent team, I mean, we've beaten them twice this season. They lose all of the big games. Once anyone comes in uh, with anything about them, they fold. Mm. I'm, yeah, not feeling it. All right. Well, both of them have gone for the Vikings. Yeah. So, fair enough. It's a sensible pick. It's a sensible pick. Doesn't mean it's going to be the right one. And the Monday night game I've got here is the Indianapolis Colts at the New Orleans Saints, who had a heartbreaking loss against the 49ers at home last Sunday. Mm. And obviously the Colts losing to the Bucks. So who's winning this one? You can't really look past the Saints, can you? You wouldn't have thought so at home. No. They can score the points that the Colts typically can't score. But who knows? This could be another one of those games with Marlon Mack back that, you know, Saints could just switch off or just not quite be as productive in the end zone. Both of the guys are gone for the Saints still. Yeah. I'm not saying it it's going to happen that way but just don't rule it out just don't rule it out okay um, and that's it those are all the picks for week 15 thank you very much for listening yeah. and make sure you're liking and subscribing to the podcast and liking the video which is up on YouTube yeah. and uh, yeah just checking out jimintheking.com um, do you want to guess how much uh, what the odds are on my accumulator I'd love to know <laughs> go on so it wasn't at the, at the time it wasn't 2000 it was um 200 and something to one it's now 722 to one why is it now 722 to one what's happened uh, I don't know 
Just all the 16 games you put in? All the different 16 games. So 722 to 1. I must have a cheeky quid on that. <laughs> and you could do something called apply ACA edge, which means if you lose by one, you get your stake back. But you lose some of the bet, right? I lose a tenner. So it okay. goes from 722 to 713. I'll do How that. How will you survive? Stick a quid on it. <laughs> no yeah. way that's coming if in. If that wins. No way that's I'll coming in. I'll tell you a deal. If that wins, I'll give you half. Hey. As that. Yeah. If well, that you've wins, got it on record at that. I'll give you half. Wow. Well, I hope that comes in. Yeah, I'll give you half mistake. You get fifty p. We had a we had a, pound, we, had a we had a quid bet. You on would as well. We had, a, we had a quid bet on something last week, didn't we? We did. What was that? I have no clue. I can't remember. I just remember you slamming the pound down on the table. Yeah, it was in the most manly fashion that I could. Yeah, so not very at all. Trying to slam it on a glass table without yeah. breaking it. Um, I'll have to re-listen to that, or yeah. maybe you should go to listen to that as well and let us know what yeah. that was. Because yeah, someone let me know. Busy. <laughs> I've got to start editing videos. Is that now. your Eddie Hearn impression? I'm busy. Yeah. Busy. <laughs> but thank you very much to Kimmy for putting in the picks this week. Um, yeah, I really hope that you beat the king yep. by at least four points, we'll, if that's we'll possible. And uh, yeah. So that's it, Dave. Thank you very much for doing the early shift. That's all right. Um, yeah, we'll post up the video very shortly to YouTube. You can check out jimtheking.com for the uh, king's picks there where you can see both uh, Kings and Kimmies before Sunday starts. But yeah, until next week, I've been Jim. That's been Denver Dave, and thank you so much for listening. (laughs) 